eight. Okay, everyone, welcome to Joe Oriani's podcast, and my name is Joe Oriani, and this is going to be episode six, but before I continue, please remember you can email me at joeorianipodcast at yahoo.com just to tell me to shut up, and while well, you can Twitter on Oriani Joe 3 I am also now on Instagram because I just did my famous song and just posted it, so they would have had a lot of fun with it. So anyway, I'm about to introduce somebody who I don't know too much about, although he seems like a nice guy when I work with him. His name is Gavin. I don't know how to pronounce your last name, Gavin, but we'll get to that in a second. Anyway, as you seen a minute ago, and I don't know if I'm going to edit it out, all the hair under his head. I think I may just leave that. Well, I have to because it was part of the music, so he does need a haircut. Anyway, all right, Gavin. So why don't you tell me where you were born first? So I was born in Brexel, Ohio. So it's a small little town about 20 minutes from Cleveland. You got, what school did you go to? What'd you do? Um, I you went to, no, no, I never got in trouble. I went to uh, Brexel Broadway Heights. Um, and yeah, it's, so it's a little high, it's a high school uh, about, I think it's like 10 minutes away from Brexel, not too far away. How many courses did you take? How many courses did I take? I took no, quite a lot. Kind of? Oh, what kind of courses? So the funny thing is, is with the courses that I took, um, none of them actually had to do with the degree I'm going into because they never had any classes for any of that. So I took a lot of just the normal generic, uh, you know, courses that you take in high school, you know, you take your mathematics, you take your English class. I took a lot of history major stuff because I was very interested in history in high school. Yeah. I'm interested. I like World War II, things like that. The Romans. And let me ask you a question. Do any activities while you were in high school? Yes. Um, one thing that I will say was a big part of my, like my change, because, uh, I know when you met me, I, you know, I was very talkative, very outspoken. And like, you know, I talk a lot, a lot of people know that about me now, but when high school I was super shy, but one thing that really helped me, you know, boost up my confidence was actually doing track and field. I was a sprinter for track and field. Um, I did the 100 meter dash, the 200, the four by one and the four by two. And those were like relay races. So that was a lot of fun. I like that. That really helped me open and boost my confidence a lot because if you met me before this, I uh, was not the most talkative person. I was actually quite shy. Really? I do yes. want that impression. And I do have a question because we're going to talk about your next uh, ladder in life. Mm-hmm. And one of the things she had just told me just before we went on, on the air was she wanted to be, uh, among other things, it's an actor. You do know you've got to look into the camera, right? Don't be camera yes. shy. And remember oh, yes. what I told you, if you ever make it famous and you need a scene where a dead body, you call me. I'll be there. Of course. 
Of course. Anyway, all right. So tell me about the school you're taking. If I ain't mistaken, let me see. Oh, 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 oh. Wait, 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 wait. I'll cut that out. All right. Let's see. Anyway, I can't find it yet. You know, I have a lot to cut out here. You want to be an editor, right? Okay. Uh, it says it says here that you went to uh, you're going to art taking arts and sciences in media arts in Cleveland State University. Tell me about that. So the film school that uh, the media and arts school, which is our film school, um, it actually just opened up actually not recently. I would think I was the second class year, like in the whole program. So that was also something really cool because I'm basically like a guinea pig sort of. Um, it's very impressive. It's it's a four story building with uh, three of our floors. We don't really go on the three of our floors. We're on the fourth floor. And it's basically in this nice building with uh, a bunch of cameras, bunch of like high tech equipment. We have a studio room. We have four editing rooms in total. We have two like meeting boardrooms for like when we're discussing storyboards, writing scripts and such as that stuff. But the, the degree that I'm going into for it is acting and directing. And that's one of the six uh, tracks that you can take while in the program. There's like a whole bunch of like hybrid ones. So like acting, directing, producing, directing. Um, what was the, uh, the other one? Camera work and, edit and uh, producing. So there's like hybrid ones. But the one I chose was acting and directing because I like to be much more in front of the camera. And you also have to learn and learn what's going on behind the camera. So they put us in the directing one as well as an option. Yeah. It's kind of interesting because wherever I go, whatever I do, people call me an entertainer. I'm just an old guy having fun. But they right. say I entertain a lot of people. That's all it is. So what yeah. made you decide to go that direction? What made you decide to go to that school? So when you make that decision? It was actually kind of funny because, um, you know, when I was a kid, I always liked, you know, like watching these like entertaining movies. I liked the idea of, you know, telling other people's stories or being in those stories as a kid. But I never, I, I did plays when I was little. I did The Lion King. I played, uh, I played Simba. That was one of my most memorable roles, playing Simba from The Lion King. Uh, I don't know if I have a picture of me floating around as me as Simba, but it is out there. Um, one of the most, you know, it's just, I never really had the confidence to really do any of that stuff in high school. So I never did any other plays or anything like that. And um, it was kind of a weird time where I was like, I didn't really want to do what I like to do or what I love to research and like what I love to talk about because if you asked anyone in like school you'd hear me go around about like a long film or you know other stuff like that um I almost went into uh, uh mechanical or, and engineering I almost went to engineering that was my original right. degree uh, I just you know I felt like it wasn't something I wanted to do it was more of something like of a convenience and money sake because I heard you make a lot of money from doing engineering but once I, it was funny, once I did track, um, track and field, which really helped me boost my confidence and really, you know, opened me up a lot. I started to realize that it wasn't something, engineering wasn't something I wanted to do just for the fun of it, or it was my dream to do. It was just something like a money convenience. And, you know, I didn't really like that. I didn't like that. The idea didn't settle well with me. So it was like, I think it was a, yeah, I was a junior in high school when I finally decided that I wanted to do what I, I wanted to pursue what I really wanted to do and was film work. And so acting and directing and stuff like that. And I realized I had the confidence now to actually go out and act and just be myself and, you know, want to take the stage and take front, you know, be in front of the camera, basically. So I looked up a whole bunch of schools. Um, there was another university called Kent State. 
but they dealt with more of like news broadcasts. So that didn't really mm-hmm. fit what I wanted to do. So I ultimately saw Cleveland State um, that they were developing a film program. I didn't know if it was actually happening at the time. And I remember this day, like, it's like the back of my hand. Like, I remember this day. Just It's one of my favorite days of all time. It was my first on-campus tour to Cleveland State. And they had a trivia quiz on, uh, on like, like, on this big board, like, in front of us. And I remember it was like a true or false question. And it was like, you know, them asking, like, true or false our new film program is going to be in 2019. Now I had no idea if it was actually, so I was crossing my fingers, praying that it was true. And then it popped up true. And I got just so excited. I was like, this is the university I want to go to. I want to go here. I want to, I want to start following my dream and I want to, you know, start to learn how to act and direct or, you know, wherever the, where the career path takes me, because there's many avenues you can take with it. You know, just having this degree alone, it could take you into many different aspects. I mean, I, you know, if I end up acting, I end up acting. If I end up directing, I end up directing, you know, there's two options for me and I'm learning both aspects and getting to learn all the aspects of being in a film studio and all the work it takes and all the requirements you have to do and the many 20 steps you got to do is just, it's just a fun program overall. And I love doing it. I've loved doing it the last few years. It's kind of weird to have a little break now that I'm down here, you know, uh, doing my college program. So it's been a kind of a weird little break that I've had, but um it's been really fun I have to say so that's why I personally chose to go into the path that I chose okay you said you said acting you just got to be yourself which I personally believe in acting should just be natural shouldn't be forced words shouldn't be forced emotion just just have fun and do what you're supposed to do now I have a question are you gonna worry Mm -hmm. worry about going into lighting maybe too I know there's a lot of lighting involved especially for a director um lighting um you know that's interesting because we didn't really have like when I first started there as a freshman at the college program they didn't have uh, at the uh, film and art school they didn't really have like lightning like lighting like classes they taught it like with something you had to learn but they never really had like that as a like as like a full-time like degree now camera work and light work, I think are sort of now sort of together in our film school. Mm-hmm. So you could actually take that as a course, but you still can learn it. They're like, they teach it during our classes because it is required. You have to know how to do it. Yeah. I would, I would imagine if you're a director, you'd have to know how the lighting is and then you get to the editing. Yeah. How do you like that? The editing stages are, I think either <laughs> it can be either the best part of film of the film or the worst part. Yes. We've had many, um, many fun times with filming or with the editing part, um, you know, just adding in random sound effects, mixing the sounds, mixing our audio. It's fun to do it. But I will say, like, when you have a certain deadline you have to meet and you can't meet it because editing is just not going well. And then you have to do reshoots, which is another horrible part about filming. But it is fun because, you know, you get to reshoot the scenes, but it can be it can be a uh, very tedious work. It's like. You know, it could be like the best moment of your life or the worst moment of your life. You know, it's, it's it, it no, it really can be. I remember on our our um on our I actually was on I produced a short film before I left. It actually came here like literally two weeks before I came to the program, and um, everything was going on schedule and we had everything planned and the shooting day came, and uh, next thing you know, our lighting person just upped and bailed on us. Really? Uh, just yeah, straight up just didn't show up to set. Nothing. He didn't show up, so I had to be lighting for the entire. I didn't know how to do any of it. I wasn't good at it. 
But luckily, I had to play producer in lighting and, uh, you know, ultimately worked out. The lighting turned out really good, I guess, for our project. I, we got an A on it. So I was happy. I guess I did a really good job lighting. I didn't think I did a good job, but hey, it worked out. And, you know, and then editing that lighting uh, while I was down here with, with some of my people on the uh, on my crew, it was fun, too. I didn't really get to, like, do it hands on because I wasn't with them editing with them but I was on a zoom call so I got to see everything I got to talk to them and you know tell them you know ways I think they could approve it or ways that they could fix it and ultimately the editing process was fun nothing went wrong that was the good news for our project but I've had many projects where editing can be uh, very annoying work but at the same time fun I have a lot of trouble editing this because I'm clueless so that's okay but it works out in the long run I go over yeah. and over and over again and say please take them words out but yeah. yeah, now what about what about acting school? Have you thought about that? Well, at all? Um, so there is, you know, obviously with our with the program, you do you do have a few uh, acting bits. Um, we do have at like teachers who teach purely acting, and um, I think one of my one of my teachers that I can mention right now is my absolute favorite. He's my from my freshman year class, and it was um, <laughs> sorry, it was name was Mr. Suglio love him. He, uh, was just purely like an acting teacher. He really just focused on the craft. You know, he focused everything in his class. He made sure that you got the steps down prior to the school. I had little to no acting experience. I didn't really know what was required to act. And then learning from him, learning all his tips and like, just how you can like better yourself and better your techniques with acting. It's just, you know, he did, he did such a great job teach, uh, teaching us and just for remember, remembering one of my favorite moments in class was when um, our final assessment of the acting class was that we had to get in front of a um, we had to get in front of a camera and we had to do a page and a half long monologue scene. Um, and he basically the one the one thing he told us was when you're picking out this, you could pick any scene from any movie or, you know, anything from a TV show, video game, movie, doesn't matter as long as you can. You know, it's a long, um, long monologue. Uh, just pick the one that you felt like suited yourself and was closest to you, uh, to you. And, you know, everyone picked normal ones, like the most generic ones. Like, you know, you have Christian Bale from The Dark Knight or like um, Robert Downey Jr. from the uh, Avengers Endgame with his speech to everyone. Uh, I chose to go with the most out of left field one because I just couldn't think of one that I wanted to do that someone hadn't already done before. I really want to be out of the field. I want to be out of like the box basically. So uh, I ended up picking, um, I ended up picking syndrome from the Incredibles. And um, oh, really? yes, that was uh, the scene with him and Mr. Incredible where he's first introduced in the movie. Uh, I ended up picking that scene because I just felt like, you know, I can really try to sell the villain role, but not really be too similar to him. Cause I can, you know, I wanted to like monologue it a little bit differently um, and it worked. Everyone loved it. Uh, I was the class favorite, I guess, just from doing that because I picked something so out of left field. I was uh, nominated the unofficial class president, which I really? did not expect at all. Yeah, I was laughing about that because I didn't expect it. And, you know, ultimately that really boosted my confidence. But I will say uh, when I was doing the actual assessment, not in front of the class, but in front of just the one camera, uh, in a, it, it was kind of scary. You're in this dark room with just a camera and like one light pointing down on you. So it's like, you're like being like interrogated and it's just, everyone is silent. You know, I'm doing my monologue and um, 
I had to act this. I had to do like this, like I had to do the finger pointing, like in the movie where he throws around Mr. Incredible. So you, you, there's this footage of me floating around with me just pointing in different directions of the room, pretending like I'm throwing an imaginary person. I will say, while that was so fun to do, it was probably the weirdest thing I could have done for my film school, but it won the most points with uh, my teacher and with my class. So I think in the end it worked out. So, oh, you know, that was one of my most memorable ones. That's good to hear because most acting these days are done with a computer and you don't have an actual person or an actual uh, adversary there when, and they put it all together when it's all said right. and done with the computer. So I yep. can't just imagine trying to stab something that ain't there or, you know, hey, got you. They come take right. me away. My next question to you is, is a couple types of acting, if I'm not mistaken. You have the one in the theater. Yes. You have, and you have what you're studying now. Are they going to teach you about theater? It's quite different, isn't it? It is, it is very different. Um, I know we, we, when I did theater when I was little, um, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of straightforward with, with that. With acting, it's very different because there's many different acting methods you can do. The one that we mainly learned from, my, from the film school was called the Meisner, the Meisner method, which uh, Meisner was a like, very old um, film director, and he made a book. And it's kind of like the 101 steps for being an actor. And there's many different ways and many different steps you have to take with that. Um, there's also a thing called method acting, which is, uh, you know, an acting method that a lot of more experienced actors use. It's not recommended because it is, um, it's, it can be dangerous because, you know, you're putting, you're putting yourself fully into the role and it can cause like, you know, it could put you in painful situations like, like, for example, like Joaquin Phoenix, he does a lot of method acting. He literally like will lose like up like 150 pounds just to play the role of a skinny person, you know, or like, you know, gain 200 pounds. He'll, you know, he'll, they will do that. That's for method acting. And it can be a dangerous uh, act, sort of acting. But my, the Miser method is a little bit safer because, you know, there are precaution steps and um, it isn't as like in-depth or dangerous as uh, method acting. So it's basically like our version of with Miser is sort of like the best way to describe it is it's a little bit lower than method acting with the extremeness, mm -hmm. but you still want to be yourself while playing the character. You don't want to fully invest yourself into the character. You still want to make sure that you know that you're, you're, you're sort of yourself and not fully embracing the character because sometimes that could really hurt you. I do have a couple more questions, if you don't mind. Of course. How many, how, when, do you, when do you finish school up? So I finish, um, so this will be my last year. I'm going into my senior year um, and I will be finishing next April. And what's your plans from there? So my plans from there, well, um, well with the uh, DCP, um, I wanted to just step into and get sort of a resume going. Um, I wanted to put my foot in the door for Disney. And, you know, there's many different avenues I want to take. I want to be in some short films uh, after I'm done with school. Um, that was the plan. I know a lot. Of, I already made a lot of connections with some of my other film student friends. Um, and I'm very excited to be in a bunch of their short films. I've already been asked to be in a few. Uh, so we're going to try to work with some short films after school, put them in some film festivals. That's really exciting. I'm very excited to be doing that um, because film festivals really help, you know, put yourself out there and really network with a bunch of other people who are there watching your films uh we tried we entered one film like during my school and mm -hmm. unfortunately they got canceled due to COVID, so it never actually was put ah. into the film festival 
of course. So we're going to try again um, after I'm done with school. Uh, a bunch of my friends and I, I think like a group of 25 of us, we're going to be working on a short film after we're done and graduated. Uh, so we, we can just make this short film without the restrictions of like some of the guidelines that we have to follow for our films. We want to make it our film. So we're going to be doing that. Um, you know, and also another thing I wanted to try was with, you know, with Disney, I wanted to, you know, maybe do some, you know, character roles down here you know, being some, maybe some of the costumes or something like that. That was also another plan that I wanted to try. I don't know if that's going to happen. I hope it does. You know, if, you know, things go right and putting my foot for the door now, we're going to see if, you know, in the, in the end, it, it helps out. Um, and then I wanted to do professional internships because I know they have some film for, for uh, some film for, uh, professional internships for Disney as well. You know, one, one dream it's just a dream right now, but hopefully it comes to reality is working for Lucasfilm in some facet. Cause I love yeah, Star Wars. I, that's been one of my favorite things. It's actually probably the reason why I got into movies and film in general, uh, watching a new hope when I was a kid. So Lucasfilm would be the dream. That's the big end goal to work there at some point. You know, I would love to work there. Spielberg that's the plan. Yeah. Spielberg is good too. Yes. I love Spielberg too. I love all, all the movies he made as well. Cause I watched actually a lot of those when I was a kid too. I love the Spielberg. I love the George Lucas and Spielberg movies. Those will never be beat for me because I love those movies. Um, but that's the plan. I want to, you know, I want to one day work for Lucasfilm uh, if that's possible. But, you know, with the track I'm going right now um, and getting my foot into this Disney program and now having that on my resume is always a lot of fun and, and great to know because, you know, you never know where that might get you having that on your resume. It might okay. put you, you might, someone might see that, you know, and be like, Oh, you work for Disney. That's awesome. Now, now you brought up an interesting question. I was not going to ask. Mm. You got on a Disney college program. Mm. You want to do film. How'd you wind up giving out pizzas? <laughs> uh -huh. So, well, you know, to be honest, I, I, I mean, I went into the program thinking that you could pick, what you wanted to do, but you know, I, I think that right now at the moment, they kind of just put you where in for convenience. Um, I don't know if that's true or not, but um, you know, I ended up doing pizzas. I mean, prior to this, I were, I, I, all I did was busing. I mean, I worked at a bar and saloon. I never did anything acting wise. Um, I believe that all hard work will pay off in the end. If you put it in, if you put in the effort. Um, and that's proven true so far. I ended up in the college I wanted to go into. I ended up in the DCP. Um, I feel like, you know, serving pizzas right now is just a necessary step towards, you know, a bigger, uh, you know, another step. Um, and if that's how it has to be, if I have to just end up serving pizzas right now, in maybe one day I become a great actor through all my hard work. And I say, oh, I worked at a place called Pizza Rizzo's and I served pizzas for a while, you know, yeah. and putting myself out there. You know, it's a step well, I gotta take. I'll take that step. I'm not saying what are you doing serving pieces as putting it down because believe it or not, you see me, I love to entertain when I'm there, so I don't really care. I, I do all right. my entertaining there that people don't do, so I have a good time. And for me, if I was younger, that would be a good experience. Getting out in front of the crowd, getting them to sing, sing along with them, make up a song. That that's a good experience right. for you too. Too oh, I oh I know, and and I I never took uh, working in Pizza Rizzo's as a step down. Um, actually, I think of it as a great way, like you said, to entertain people, uh, to you know put on a show for everybody. 
it just, you know, it just helps with my acting. I get to be more, out, you know, out rambunctious and ambitious out there and talk to people. And, you know, I could do a thing called improv, for example, and make up little you know, Muppet storylines while I'm there. When people ask me, where's Gonzo? Where's, you know, where's Rizzo at? You can make up a whole bunch of scenarios. It's actually been a lot of fun being put in this place, you know, and getting to, you know, getting to more, getting to know more people and, you know, sort of network with people and get to know and talk to people. One of my favorite things is talking to people and learning, you know, how they ended up there and, you know, what their plans are after it as well, because it's, it's such a cool, interesting, and there's just so many interesting storylines. And then when I wrote in my film internship, how I ended up at Pizza Rizzo and how it's really helped me with my acting and sort of like made me more confident in myself and pushing myself out there more to people. You know, my film teacher loved it and said that that's amazing. You know, you know, not everything has to be, you know, for film, it doesn't have to be exactly the way you imagine it. You can sort of like make it and turn it into your own way, which that's why I love Pizza Rizzo. You know, it's, 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 it's a great job. It's, you know, great getting to talk to people. It's great being yourself. It's great to entertain people. I mean, just at the last event I did yesterday, I, I mean, you hear me screaming off from the top of my lungs, trying to get people to come in my line only and no one else's line because I want people to to be happy. I want to entertain. That's just ultimately the dream I wanted to do. And whether it ends up being in the film media business or working for Disney and like, you know, costuming or something like that, or even back in a pizza Rizzo situation, as uh, long as I, you know, entertain people or tell people stories the way I won't, you know, felt I can convey them, that's just going to make me happy. So, you know, that's you know, the I dream, agree I guess. With you because that's what I do. I made pizza Rizzo as my own. I tell I told them all kinds of stories. I get them to cheer and you know have a good time, and, and that's very it makes me feel good. You know, it makes me feel more because I was very shy when I was young, just like you. So now my next question is: Does school uh, offer any kind of leads to get to when you graduate? Any kind of um, networking? Uh yeah. So yes, actually, like while I'm while you're in the program. They offer actually like similar to like how um, the DCP and everything offers like little events and networking events. They offer that as well at the film program. I've attended a few of those events as well. Um, they offer, um, for example, I was um, I got to attend a movie, uh, uh, be a background actor in a movie a while ago. Um, I don't remember what it was called, but it was like an indie film. And I was like, it was a very short indie film and they offered that that you could be an act, a background actor. I unfortunately didn't get in the movie obviously because you know, it was a deleted scene. So I never actually got into it, but that was a really cool experience to be on a, a film set, you know, on a legit film set with legit, like rule, like with legit rules and like be on, you know, be part of that. Um, and then they offer like, you know, uh, I remember my, uh, my, um, my one professor recently, had his one of his buddies who's really big in the industry and is making his own animated series come and talk to us and give us tips about being, you know, in the animation side of, you know, film, media and arts. And that was really cool getting to hear his side and everything like that. And there's also um, actually nearby Cleveland because Cleveland recently um, is sort of becoming more like what Georgia is for film. And as you know, Georgia is where they film a lot of the movies, like the Marvel movies and stuff like that. Cleveland yeah, has become yeah. sort of that. Yeah. Cleveland has actually become sort of that secondary state, like basically to Georgia um, as a filming, like, you know, place because we had the Avengers filmed in Cleveland. We had Cherry. We had the Winter Soldier. We had a few scenes coming, you know, a few scenes from that down here. So it's becoming that's why the film school is in the dead heart of Cleveland with the Playhouse Square, 
because they realize that film has become such a big part of Cleveland now that um, they put the skill, uh, the school there. And now ever since um, the schools opened up three or three to four, even five uh, film businesses have opened up in the Cleveland area, which is really cool. So. Okay. I only have 10 minutes left on this thing. So I'm going to ask you just one, two questions. Sounds when good. you become a producer and things like that, how's your temperament got to be? <laughs> um, I Trick will question. say that's, um, no, that's a good one. Um, to give you a short, quick answer, you have to be very, uh, you have to be very, you know, controlled because there are a lot of situations that come up that you might not expect. Just like, for example, when I was the producer on my last film and my person didn't show up. You got to be ready for a situation by situation. You know, it, nothing is ever going to go planned. That is what I've learned in film. Nothing ever goes planned. So you need to be ready for anything. So that's, for example, why you have to pay, pay, uh, print out 20 extra copies of the script. Because in the whole day that I wor like worked on that film, we lost all 19 but one script. We lost all 19 extras. Things happen and people, you know, forget things. People forget that they're going to, you know, they forget their dates that they're supposed to arrive. So you have to constantly remind people. And, you know, sometimes you got to control that anger very well because it can get very stressful. But just remember, you're just trying to have fun filming your movie. It's going to it's going to work out. You may have to do some reshoots, but ultimately, in the end, you're all in this together. You may have to be filming from like 10 a.m. to 3 a.m. in the end night. But in the end, you know, you're all in this together. So, you know, you got to be controlled. You got to be controlled. That's the best way to put it. You got to be controlled and just be ready for any situation because it will happen while filming. Yeah, I don't I didn't know how many people would ask you that question, but I was curious. One no, more that's, question. That's a good one. Yes, of course. One, one more question before I sign off. Uh, everything else to say to people here if they listen to it? I got people listening listen in Russia, it. India. Oh, man. Um, Nobody sends me money, but that's okay. I think the best thing that I've, I, I think um, that I could say, I mean, besides the whole film aspect of my personality, um, you know, I think, man, what, what do I really want to say? I mean, I've basically said everything I really wanted to say, but I think the best thing is, is just, I think ultimately the lesson to learn from me and, you know, from you, Joe, is just be yourself go what you want to do what you want to do even if sometimes you got to take the harder path my what my dad taught me was is that in life you can't take the easy road because that's just you know it's just not a good road to take because it's just too easy too clean cut that's what i almost did with engineering at least with acting and directing i've learned that it's a much harder and more zigzag path because you know things will come up things will change but you meet so many you meet so many different people you get to talk to so many different people. Um, and just with my career in general, I didn't have the confidence at first to do what I wanted to do. I was shy. I didn't really like want to do this because I was scared that it may end up to be nothing. And it may end up being nothing. But, you know, I'm just happy that at least that I'm trying to go for something that I feel that I'm very passionate about, which I am. I'm passionate about film. And I love talking about it with people. And then, you know, some people know me as like the Star Wars guy or as the film guy in the, you know, their neighborhoods. So they come to ask me all these questions about like film and Star Wars. And it just makes you happy. It just, you know, I like to, you know, I like to talk about that stuff. I like to be in that stuff. I like to act about that stuff. It's a fun thing to do. 
But in the end of the day, you just got to be yourself because, you know, if I didn't have those core memories in my life, you know, and I never got the confidence to really fall through with it, you know, I'd be work, I'd be doing a major that I didn't even want to do or, you know, it'd be sad. I wouldn't want to, you know, I don't want to do that. So, you know, at the end of the day, I think just be yourself, taking all the lessons to heart because, man, they, it really helps to shape yourself. It helped shape me a lot. And uh, I have a lot to, a lot of people in my life think, you know, I got, obviously my family, I got my parents, I got my brother, I got my school, I got my, uh, my track coach, I got, you know, my teachers, I got everyone to think because I didn't even think I'd get this far. I didn't even think I'd be working for Disney to a certain degree. Yeah, you know, I never thought I would get that far because that was just a pipeline dream I had as a kid, you know, working for Disney for even just this internship, even to have my name even associated with the company is just crazy in itself. So, you know, just at the end of the day, my, my number one thing to say, be yourself and just, you know, let that confidence be the forefront of your character because it really does help. You know, that's just well, what I would have Gavin, to say. I want to thank you for coming on. It was very interesting, actually. I actually enjoyed the conversation. What do you know? Oh, yeah, uh, I know. I'm glad you did. And did if too. anybody wants to see this again, just go to any place you get your podcast. It'll be there. If you want to donate or subscribe, that'd even be better. Keep this going. And don't forget, when are you wearing a, you're wearing a hat? Oh, my God. You are brave. What? You know how you wear it. Peter nope. Rizzo's hat. <laughs> I saw, You didn't see me switching out at the beginning? Well, I did, but I didn't realize what kind of hat it was. Oh, no. It's anyway, not don't take your hat off. Don't. No, I'll, put on the, I'll put on the CSU one for you. Yeah. Well, anyway, I think you'll do well in whatever you do because you, you can enjoy it. And if anytime you enjoy a job, it's worth it. Mm-hmm. It's when a job becomes a job then, and you're unhappy, then it's not, it's not a job. It's just awful and it ruins right. your life. But I think you'll do well. And I wish you well in the future. And hopefully you keep in touch. When you become famous, and if I'm still doing this, we'll do it. I'll call, if I do ever get famous, I will come back. You can be assured. Yeah, for free. For, for free? No, for free, Joe. Well, I, don't, I don't know what actors charge these days just to say hello, Joe, sign your you, autograph, you know. Joe, for you, it's free. Yeah, I got the you tape to prove it. I would, no. Gavin, thank you, you very time. much. And, and let everybody know tomorrow. I hope you had fun. And I hope oh, you enjoyed the podcast. Was, was it okay for you? I loved it. Yeah, you know, it's it's always good to refresh on the memories to say that much. Okay. It's always good to remember where you came from and stuff like that. So, all right, let everybody work know it's not painful. No, it is not. Everyone who is, who is at work that knows me, and I'm gonna repeat it on this one, and I'll repeat it to you tomorrow as well. Come on the podcast; it is a lot of fun. And it'll be coming out August second. August second. All right. I'll keep my. Keep I will probably see you Wednesday because you do know I am going to work for Sci-Fi. I'll see you. Oh, okay. Then I will. Did yeah. You know that? I did not know that. Yeah, I'm going to work as a cedar for Sci-Fi. I, I can't, I'm going to do three days a week because I can't stay home. I got gotcha. you. I got, I got too much energy. All right, then I'll see you Wednesday then. Yeah, well, I'm going to walk in there and just start singing and walk on by. I got to look for Will anyway. Gotcha, so, gotcha. Right. So have a good one. And again, thank you. thank you very much. I do appreciate it. And I promise I'll do you justice with the editing, maybe. Oh, sounds good. Yeah, sounds good. All right. Talk to you later. Talk to you later, Joe.